0: Uh, But right now we are going to talk to a man who I think is probably just keen to get this weekend done. I reckon he was keen maybe to play some footy last weekend. Didn't have to because the team had to buy. But just happy to watch everyone else maybe just smash each other up, get to this weekend and hopefully get the job done. In their second semi-final,
1: I oh, no doubt about that. He would have had a good look at his opposition, oh, yes. and probably even sold a couple of hot dogs in the canteen. <laughs> he did. We talk of the coach of the Bunbury Footy Club, in Jamie Nani. How are you, Jamie? Good guys, yourselves? Going well. Now, before we go into
0: football, um, uh, Alan Crane is an aficionado of the hot dogs, and that's been pretty apparent if anyone listens to this show. Uh, how do you go about making a good hot dog behind the canteen there on uh, on the weekend? Because I did see you uh, doing some good work at the canteen, especially at the Brunswick Oval. Nice job.
2: Yeah, well, you, you just cut the bun, you get the sausage out of the hot water, you put it in the bun and you squirt some sauce on it, oh, and away you go.
0: It's just, it's not rocket science, is it?
2: <laughs> Simple as that. Uh,
0: exactly right. But uh, what what was it like on, on Saturday? Because obviously you were helping out with the bar and a lot of the players uh, helped out uh, on the day as well. But Dan, to be able to watch the league game and, and see what you saw at Brunswick Over, what did you make of that?
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's good to have that week off and... Uh, get in and get your hands dirty and help out in the kitchen. Yep. Uh, it goes a long way to helping the footy club. Mm. Um, but on a uh, on a footy front, yeah, it was nice to have a weekend off um, and take the game in and check out who we're playing and get ourselves uh, ready for uh, this weekend. Jamie, we might jump back to the Donnybrook
1: game. Uh, HBL on Saturday night, I thought they were going to finish on top. You had to win by a lot of goals. You must have been pleased with the way your side continued to put Donnybrook under pressure right for the four quarters? Because it's easy once you get in front that much just to drop away.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I went out and watched the last bit of the Brunswick game and I did the sums and thought, yeah, OK, we kick 16 goals. We hold Donnybrook to four. We finish on top. Um, but to the boys' credit, they went a little bit better than that, um, held them to a couple of goals and, and kicked more than the 16 that I that I wanted. And yeah, like you said, that to hold the uh, pressure for the whole game was uh, was outstanding.
1: Was the message at halftime or three quarter time? We've got these fellas. We just need to push on, or did you just very much let it pressure all game?
2: Uh, no, no, I, I wanted to, uh, yeah, really push push through and and win well. I uh, I did think that Donny Brook would potentially run out of puff. They didn't seem to have as many rotations through the middle of the ground where we had a, a lot. Um, and probably in the end that's uh, that's what did happen. They held in the third quarter, they chipped the ball around, but then the last quarter it, it opened up again.
1: And one thing about the Donnybrook Football, uh, the, Donnybrook, the Bunbury Football Club you notice, mm. is uh, your fitness levels. Did you put a plan into place for when we had that break for players to to uh, follow, or did they very much do their own work until you were allowed to get back on the track? Um,
2: our boys were outstanding in that lockdown. We we set some little private challenges for each other to, you know, post videos on our, you know, Facebook page to, so, you know, guys doing their workouts and, you know, guys are going for rides and trying to outdo each other in, you know, distance and times and the like. So they they really, you know, I encourage them to, to train. But they really uh, drove it themselves as well by challenging each other.
0: And that's a big thing because you need to have a fair bit of trust in the team to be able to go and do that. Like you're saying, Craney, I mean, anything could happen in that sort of period where nothing's going on. You know, do the players decide to keep up their fitness? Do they decide to sort of sit back, do nothing or, you know, just a little bit here or there? But it's a lot of trust you have to put in the players. And it seems like you got the buy-in from them.
2: Oh, absolutely. We've got an outstanding bunch of guys that were uh, were committed. And, and prior to shutdown, we were fit. And yeah the guys definitely uh trained hard in that you know whatever it was 6 8 weeks we were we were locked down.
0: You're very lucky in the ability to not just have some decent goal scorers up the front but again you're able to share it through the midfield and through through your small forwards as well. How pleased are you that you've been able to share the goals around a fair bit this season?
2: Yeah, we've got a good blend. We've got, you know, plenty of guys that can run through the midfield and having two big boys up front mm. uh is handy and then you get, you know, Cam Hay chips in and kicks his threes and fours and and is lively. So it's not just reliance on Geordie to kick, you know, six or seven a game. There's an even spread, and I I challenge the midfield to hit the scoreboard as well, and not when they're resting up forward, when they're on the ball.
1: Now, speaking of Jordan Adams at home, it's Mm -hmm. great to see him back. Um, How much talking got him back to the Bunbury Football Club? Because I coached him against him in 13-14, so it's been a long time between drinks. Yeah,
2: there was uh, a fair bit of back and forward. A uh, A lot of Jesse Gribble pushing him as well, seeing you played with him here at Bunbury, then played with him at Scarborough. So, uh, yeah, Jesse was a fair driving factor behind uh, getting him to come back as well.
1: Now, moving to the big game this weekend, we called the game a few weeks ago when Bustleton kicked that 11 goals in the quarter. How many times have you been asked this, huh? <laughs> that, was, um, that was probably as good as I've seen. Has that been spoken about or is that just you reckon that's a one-off and
2: and they were very good? I'm not sure what game you're talking about. Talking about <laughs> <laughs> well, played. well played. No, no, no they, were, they were outstanding. They, uh, yeah, all credit to them. And, you know, kick 11 goals in a quarter and you're playing against the top side. So they were they were hard to stop. And whatever we tried, we just couldn't stop them that day. And that was a quarter out of the box. Um, that, you know, if they produce that again... They're going to hard to beat, but I don't think they'll they'll be kicking eleven goals a quarter again.
0: That's the thing. Outside of that, it was third, electric. Oh, it? it was amazing football. But outside of though that third quarter, you guys won the rest of the game. Um, what did you take away from those other three quarters in that match?
2: Yeah, well, I suppose the three quarter time, I just told the boys they were embarrassed, so they need to go and get some pride back. Um, but to to show for the rest of the game, it obviously shows that we're uh, we're good enough, and one quarter of you know, outstanding footy by Busset and uh, beat us. Mm.
1: Actually, I f- I think we heard every word you said that three quarter times. No, oh, Jamie, that's all right. Too. That's all right. I mean, it, uh, yeah, it's
0: hard now, to come out now, after
1: that. Yeah, now both midfields, Jamie, have been red hot uh, lately. Bustleton's been very good, and your midfields, you know, that's class in itself. That you'd be looking forward to that battle.
2: Oh, that's that's where it's obviously going to be won because they've yeah they've got uh, classy midfielders. We've got a, a good good range of different size, midfielders. Um, so that is that is the key. Uh, whoever can get the ball in forward more than the opposition, obviously, is going to win the game. And that is where it's going to be crucial, right in the middle. And what about your big ruckman, Jacob Williams? Is he somewhere near it? Yeah, the big camel, he's uh, he's tracking along. He, uh, You know, that week off, we needed that extra week for him. So, yeah, so I suppose, yeah, the last game he played was Busso. Um, he's still been running, but he will be up and about this weekend. And just
1: you've got all sides well and truly up and about. And mm-hmm. I, I was watching the around the canteen. It's always hard to get volunteers, but there was a lot of Bunbury oh, people that uh, went and helped you out. It must be a great feeling around that club at the minute.
2: Oh, that's, that's the good thing about it at the moment. Everyone's prepared to put their hand up and help where they can. Uh, they are happy to help. Well, you know, go and support the girls as they did on the weekend, get in the canteen, help. They just do what they've got to do because they just love being around each other.
0: Yeah, the Colts, the Reserves, the league team all in action this Sunday in what's going to be a super day at Payne Park. Uh, 3 p.m. start for the league, Bunbury versus Bustleton, And, of course, we will give you uh, updates on that game as we're doing our call of HBL and the Collie Eagles and look forward to hearing how the side goes this weekend. Jamie, really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat to us and best of luck for Sunday in the second semi.
2: Thanks, guys. No dramas.